What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to succeed and persist. Back with episode 34 as we continue to tag along to our chain and build our own blockchain episode for episode. This proof of work is becoming stronger as we go on and the earlier episodes now can't be removed from the blockchain. Got Ben in the house as always. What's going on, brother? Yeah, man. I like the way you phrase that. Um, episode 35, though. Is it? Episode 35, my man. I've been screwing this up. You see what happens when you work on too many different things at once? I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. (laughs) Running out of of mind space. But episode 35, thanks for clearing it up. Yes, sir. Uh, So did I mean I 51% attacked that last episode? Basically. Okay. You rejected it as a node operator and said, nah. that Satoshi card, right? (laughs) Yo, the kids be getting tight, bro. When I play Badabli and I hit them with the Satoshi because they be convinced that they got me. What's the Satoshi card again? I forgot. Uh, it, it just blocks attacks. So like if they're trying okay. to rob my mining farm. Yeah. Or if they're my mining farm with a free energy card. Yeah. Right. It's four rolls. You know, you're like unstoppable at that point. Well, then episode uh, 35 it is. Yeah. Uh, we're building this blockchain. Yes, sir. Um, what's going on, man? A lot of news lately. A lot of, a lot of news. Price swinging uh, back and forth. Yeah, man. Uh, we got a nation state that's literally stacking Bitcoin and stacking the Bitcoin dip. Yeah. Bitcoin day. That Bitcoin was day yesterday. in El Salvador. That was yesterday. Seventh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. What do you uh, mean? I'm, I'm sure big. it was time-coded in a blockchain in a message somewhere, too. Like, it, it, I'm it sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a um, good point. I didn't cool. see nobody bring that up, but they yeah, did sure be throwing messages in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bitcoin Day, um, I guess people from the very beginning have been saying this day has been long overdue. Yeah. Uh, and here we are, man. What, what was Bitcoin Day? So, El Salvador adopts Bitcoin as uh, legal tender, uh, as, so as a currency for El Salvador. So, yeah. street vendors, companies... Um, and you know anyone selling a service uh, needs to be able to accept Bitcoin. Uh, so you know there were posts of people going to McDonald's and paying with a Lightning invoice to get their breakfast. It's crazy. Um, or you know the street vendor or what have you. Um, so fast too. Yeah, man, quick. And and you know people are like, oh, they shouldn't just be forcing Bitcoin on people like that. And it's like, well, they don't have to hold it in Bitcoin. They can cash out to USD. They can do whatever they want. Uh, yeah. But they just need to be able to accept Bitcoin. So to make that transaction on the fly, it's going to be faster than a traditional ATM debit card processor. Yeah. Uh, and the fees are going to be way lower. So what are people complaining about, in my opinion? Just mood killers, vibe yeah. killers. Uh, yeah. And and I saw some reports of like, you know, basically the system not being able to handle the volume. Oh, I bet. Um, but, yeah, they're using specific wallets that I've been seeing yeah. um, on Twitter. And, and I've been hearing some stuff about DDoS attacks going I on uh, and Lightning and stuff like that. I don't know the ins and outs about that. It doesn't sound like you do either. Yeah. But I will say that, bring it on. Bring it yeah, on. Absolutely. This is just one of those things. This is stress testing the network. Um, the fact that you would say, hey, it's not working in El Salvador in certain situations over the fact of a whole, mm-hmm. of like what it's about to do once it gets polished out. Just, whoever would say that is just a naive person. They're not right. really understanding the whole vision or the whole picture. Um, even in my privileged life, in my day-to-day use, I've tried to use Strike, and it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It gets snagged up sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if you ever got the message where it says, I can't find the pipeline. I haven't uh, seen that. Yeah, so it's basically like, oh, we read the QR code you just scanned. We just can't find the payment route to get you whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Mm. It's not perfect. Yeah. But back it's in still amazing, bro. Back in November, yeah. we didn't even think this was possible. Yeah. Like back in yeah. November, I just started finding out about a lightning node and being able to do it and streaming sets to podcast. And now um, we're uh, imagine dude saying, Hey, I have LimeWire or I have a BitTorrent. Yeah. And I just downloaded <laughs> 
the whole season of my favorite show, but it took five days to download and they're complaining about it. It's like, so what? You still yeah. have the ability to do something that we've never had before. So. And this is instantly, screw five days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, I was there for the struggle. I don't want to out myself, but yeah. I, I had my season right. long download that took a week to get down. <laughs> download the wire. <laughs> that peer-to-peer networking yeah. was crazy. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, it was big news. Um, I, it was the final number for El Salvador 550 Bitcoin? Uh, I think so. I know they bought two. They in bought two hundred, and then uh, the president tweeted again, like, "Yo, we're stacking the dip, adding you know X amount more, probably like I think five fifty. I think I saw that. Yeah, that's somewhere a, around there. That's a huge amount, and for the size of, of of that country, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers. I think that's enough to do what they're accomplishing. Doing, um, yeah. I think it's very cool. I think it's bound to happen. Um, this is, you know, a lot of people work to make this happen. So yeah. shout out to those people that worked. M- Marty Bent had a tweet that had said, you know, paraphrase, uh, you know, one nation is stacking uh, this, you know, perfect money that will not deflate. And, you know, they're basically giving the middle finger to the IMF. Yeah. Uh, and then other states are holding yellow rocks and deflating money. So it's like, yeah. this, this puts the pressure on countries to uh, get it done, get, you know, start investigating. How do we do this? Is I, it, you know, what do we buy? How do we buy it? Et cetera. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Thousand percent. I think the devil's advocate, if I were to say something there is, is obviously there's a lot more intricacies in where the U.S. dollar is tied up than what El Salvador is doing. So sure. um, it's easy to move the battleship when it's a smaller ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so even if the U.S. were to adopt or do anything like that, it, this is a big ship that they have to move. A lot of connections they have to play around what with. What is the U.S. defense budget? Uh, I, I don't know. It's something it's in, in the trillions. It's in the trillions, it's man. Some, some ridiculous number. Um, but it, this is a whole different conversation. But yeah. then again, you you wake up to your freedom, uh, yeah. not freedom in the security standpoint. Yeah. Um, but be honest here, like we we don't really fear that a missile is going to drop on our head not right. anytime soon. Right. Um, so it, it, it's one of those things where whether it's being used for it or not, the appeal of it is the proof of work of the U.S. dollar. So they're going to continue to put miners up mm-hmm. to try to back that whole power movement that they got going on. Are they going to collapse? Down. Absolutely, because they're yeah. running. They're running on their last. Uh, if you want to use like a playbook, they're running out of plays. Yeah, they've already run out of plays. Yeah, uh, but you know they're they're holding on for dear life, and then you know Bitcoin would just devour it. Um, we talked about it last week. Um, the only thing is, is that um, we 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 talked about it when El Salvador announced. So this was probably like a month ago or so, or maybe before that. Like how easy it is for the U.S. to basically strut that muscle and say, well, we'll just somehow, some way, not a, either passively or aggressively. Uh, we'll just wipe the floor with you guys. Or covertly. We'll yeah. just sneak in. Right. That means passively or aggressively. Yeah. And I still stand on what I said that day. The people will stand and fight regardless because they got nothing better. Or the majority of the people will. Uh, but it, it's still, it, it, it's a win that needs a lot more momentum than just us saying it's Bitcoin Day. Right? Like yeah, how yeah. many days you have. Uh, my wife tells me every other day, it's uh, Donut Day. It's uh, this day. 70 it's, holidays. Yeah. Like what's happening here? Every other day there's some, this hamburger day. This the, the weirdest things of all time. So, um, Bitcoin Day is long overdue. Super exciting. Uh, yep. It's, a, you know, all the work that Lightning has been doing, it's a direction, it's a movement in the right direction. Uh, but this ain't over. This is very early. Um, this will definitely be in the history books. Absolutely. But how it plays out, we still got a long way to go. For sure. Um, you said, like you said, the McDonald's is out there. Uh, basically, if you if you do business out there, you have to conduct in that currency. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't say they, they were forced. I would just say that it's much easier for a McDonald's to say, well, flip the switch. Let's go mm-hmm. Bitcoin because we can't do it in the U.S. because of regulations, blah, 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 blah. We can do it over there. Uh, we were talking about it before we went live. How do you think it works down for the franchise owners? 
Yeah, I mean, you made a good point where you said it was a franchise owner's call, which, I mean, if a franchisee, uh, like I would, that would make sense. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's their cash that's coming in. They have a bank account for that. This isn't money that's going to McDonald's corporate. Typically, they pay a you know a fee yep. to have that franchise, and then they, you know the rent mortgage is wrapped in. Um, so they pay to what? Like have the menu, have the look. They they pay the to marketing. be McDonald's. All right, so get a McDonald's sends them all the startup stuff. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So and McDonald's is a sport. So the you <laughs> you know you order all the food through the, that portal and all that jazz. Typically, yeah. that's how fast food works. And they give you better deals, obviously. I'm assuming. Yeah, you get it in bulk and. Yeah, so yeah, I would think if the franchise owner pays those fees yeah. and McDonald's is happy with their U.S. dollar, yeah, <laughs> you can't be happy yeah. with the U.S. dollar. But uh, yeah, I think he could pocket the rest. Unless uh, unless period. McDonald's corporate is saying, "Give us all the Bitcoin, we'll pay you in USD." Isn't it still his choice? I don't know. Or he could just know. keep it all in stats. I mean, what I would like to see is, what are the numbers? Like, all right, we saw the guy post, but I mean, let's be real here. He bought a neck McMuffin and he bought mm-hmm. a coffee. Like, did that pump all day? Like, yeah, were there yeah, people yeah. coming in? Probably not. Uh, probably not. And, and we'll see that happen. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like it's sour and we're trying to shoot, or me, he's trying to shoot this down. Um, I just kind of forward think and think that, although this is exciting, there's a lot of work to be done. Oh, yeah. It, um, again, it's Bitcoin Beach was just happening and this rollout yeah. just happened so there's still a lot of that's what I'm big about like how yeah. fast we've come um, from yeah. November talking about possibly streaming sets to podcast uh, yeah. artists to now being able to whip out a phone and send 30 bucks to the other side of the world though, mm-hmm. or, or to a, a good cause um, you know as Jack says all the time remittance free and all that good stuff um, mm-hmm. it's incredible what's that that's close to a year so maybe 10 months Yeah, and 10 months we've gone from hey if you have this hunky piece of running node in your house you can send somebody on the other side some sets to there's a whole country now that's basically running off this currency and stores and retailers like McDonald's Starbucks mm-hmm. and these places it seemed like they already had the system in place like yeah it didn't even seem like they had to think about it so I would say here in the states it's inevitable yeah um I saw this could be the franchise owner too but I saw a few signs like look like legit from McDonald's that were like now you can pay in Bitcoin mm-hmm. like like in the windows. Mm-hmm. Did the franchise owner pay for that to happen? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, or the McDonald's just corporate send McDonald's it. already working on this, and because yeah. of whatever U.S. reason. I mean, you you got to think there has to be someone on the McDonald's side who's saying this is a good test run. Let's see how this works. Yeah. You. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you got to think. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to if, if they're smart, that's the conversation that's happening, and they're and you know, WalMarts and yeah. all these other places. Uh, I'm yeah. sh- uh, just reading a few Bezos books. I would be highly surprised if Amazon didn't have a strategy ready to roll. Yeah. Uh, if they don't already have it built, um, yeah. and I don't just mean an Amazon coin. I mean, like we, you pay us in whatever the hell you want to pay us in, and we'll be able we'll, to do we'll something convert with it. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, expect this to happen. Bitcoin Day was yesterday. Um, we got a lot of work to do before we can separate this from National Hamburger Day uh, here mm-hmm. in America. Uh, but it's it's in the right direction. Uh, you brought up an interesting point. Um, we saw a price drop. It was a 10% maybe higher than that. We talk about this all the time. This is perfectly normal. At least it is for us, the people that understand. Um, it dropped. And then you were saying something about, I said rich people being rich people. You said, well, if they know money's going in, they can pull the rug. Explain that to me. Yeah, so, you know, everyone's talking about, hey, it's Bitcoin day. Let's all buy $30 in support, right? So if I'm holding a 1,000 coins and I see that all this liquidity is going in and everyone's going to assume that the price is going to go up because everyone's, you know, buying in support of this day, I'm going to, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news. So there's a rumor that Bitcoin day is going to happen. It happens. And then I just sell off. And I have so many coins that basically once I start selling, it's going to cause 
they not people to well, some people will panic sell, but it'll cause others to sell off. That's so if, yeah. if they're traders, and so you know, there goes that liquidity. I think it was over a billion dollars that was uh, liquidated in less than an hour. Do you um, think it's stupid? Of not stupid. That's a strong word. But you think it's a it's a it's a uh, to not think about those things. Is it an advantage or a disadvantage? I think I didn't even think about for, that. Oh, I didn't yeah, even for, care about that liquidity. Yeah, no, but so, it makes so much sense. So, so if you don't understand Bitcoin and you're just buying to make money, that's going to scare the hell out of you. Okay. But right? what I meant is, is like for the fact that I know about Bitcoin and for not one second that I think, oh, there's a liquidity rush coming. Is that a yeah. pro or a con? Because it didn't affect me. I didn't care. I mean, for you, it's a for you, it's a pro because okay. you're a hodler, right? It just so, makes so much sense when you said it like that. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that is an easy rug pull situation. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So, yeah, man, that's, that's kind of how those things go from what I see. Rich people doing rich people shit. Yeah. And, and, then, and it and requires a lot of big pockets it, to make those it, moves happen. If they sold off at 52.5 yep. and the it, it went down to 42, yep. if you sold 1,000 coins, you're buying back 1,200. See, I'm that assuming. Part, I'm, get, I'm lost by it. Yeah. So man. so so you sell you, or let's just say with one coin you okay. sell at uh fifty two five. Yes. Right. And then you. When sell did you off. acquire? Um, I don't know. Let's okay. just let's just say we bought it that day or whatever. Fair. Um, you 52. buy one at fifty two five. The market sells off down to forty two. Okay. You sell at fifty two five. You rebuy at forty two five. So you're getting one fifth more of a coin. So now you have one point twenty. Bitcoin versus 1.0. Hmm. And, and, and from beginning to end, that that mind process would take how long? Like you could do that instantly back to back. You could just sell it and then just buy it right away. That's how exchanges work, bro. Yeah, okay. I you figured. say, yeah, you sell it anytime. You buy it anytime. It's just just how fast it was moving. Yeah, it's I just a chain. Yeah, that's so, that's. I mean, crazy. when the price goes down to 42 or you know down 10, 20 percent, every exchange like is like frozen because there's yeah. so many transactions that are being basically that. executed. That's why I was always like, oh, Coinbase is down, BlockFi is down, yeah. this is down, Binance is down. Yeah, because a million people are trying to make moves. Yeah, well, so. they're down because they suck ass. Right. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, for the, for the dude who has a thousand coins, he probably came back with, you know, 1,200. That's crazy. So, yeah, which the, is nuts. And see, and I don't even know, I, that's, I guess an advantage, advantage in certain arenas and disadvantage yeah. in certain arenas. Um, I would like to think that ultimately that guy gets wrecked. Yeah. For doing something like that. I mean, eventually you do get right. Yeah, but it, it's such a, it seems like a no-brainer move yeah. that it's like, I'm surprised. Like, I, I, I didn't even think about liquidation or anything. I was just like, oh, yeah, Bitcoin's doing more thing. It, this is, uh, it's not um, selfish because I'm sure we all feel this way when we don't have, feel like we have enough. Uh, I was just like, oh, more chances for 40. I was like, this is great. I mm -hmm. just didn't want this thing to hit 60 right away. So I, yeah. I'm perfectly where I need to be. Yeah. Um, but it, I, until you brought up like, hey, mad people were putting $30 for El Salvador. That's liquidation. I was like, these fucking rich people just got these moves. Yeah. Well, upon moves. Pe people were or also. smart people, not just rich. People just were people. also saying, there was a tweet, something like, oh, you know, the IMF or central banks could be buying and literally trying to crash this thing. And like, it, we're, we're not beyond that. that either. You know, I don't yeah. think there's hard proof on that. But like, yeah, if, if Bitcoin attacks the IMF, central banks, governments, of, of course, they're going to print money. Yeah. Or, or, you know, do whatever they're doing digitally to convert it to USDT to try and screw the market. Um, At some point to me, though, it's like you can only do that oh so many times. Absolutely. Because they, it may be work. Their but time is up, man. For the same... Their it time is. is up, bro. But the philosophy that I was just saying where it's like, I just want more time to get more. Every time you do this, I'm going to get more. And hundreds of thousands of people like me are going to get more. Case in point, I think 70 to 80% of all Bitcoin hasn't moved in the last six months. Yeah. So that just means that 80, you know, 70, 80% of the market is not selling. 
Yeah, and so they could only they don't They're run out of time to do that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, if if ever you needed a reminder that you know buy it while you still can and yes, while sir. they're still playing these games because they don't understand that like we understand it. And uh, I don't know, man. Keep keep bringing it down. Keep yeah. bringing it down. Yeah. I'm not mad at that one yeah. bit. I'm with you. Uh, because you just said it. it. This is already one. This is just a matter of time now. Like there's no other way. It either ends very bloody or it doesn't. It ends very peaceful. But the decision of what the better monetary policy currency is and what the better, you know, store value is and all these things, it's already been decided, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know if it's one of those things that we should... Did the light go off? No, we could. Cool. I don't know if it's one of those things, man, where, you know, we... we where we should even complain about these these price drops. I think we should just do what we do and continue to resume with our business. Back to last week. Yeah. Is the supply cap still 21 million? Yes, it is. Is the US dollar still dying? 1,000%. Yes, it is. Keep doing what it is that you're doing. Uh, yeah. Don't slow down. Um, let them play games and do what they got to do. Rich people going, uh, rich people, uh, they, they can laugh and do what they do, but we could come in and scoop it up and eventually we replace those quote unquote rich people. And if they don't get wrecked by the market, they're going to get wrecked by us. Because we're going to scoop all that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that man. was Bitcoin Day. Um, sort of related to Bitcoin Day. Matt Odell, um, you sent me this earlier. Yeah, Privacy, um, yeah, he, he specifically in these small countries. Yeah, he, uh, him and others are, are, are critiquing um, what's going on in terms of privacy. So you, yeah. I guess you can see the transactions um, specifically with certain wallets that you have to use. <laughs> I forget the name of it. I don't know. I, I don't want to butcher it. But... Um, yeah, I think that obviously needs to be worked out. Um, but, you know, again, it'll take time. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Is it Mun Wallet or is it Moon Wallet? M-U-U-N. I say Mun because of you. I say so. Mun and I had a bunch of Bitcoiners tell say me it's Moon. moon mm. But their logic was flawed in my opinion. Their logic was everything in Bitcoin is Moon. That doesn't tell me that M-U-U-N is Moon. Yeah. And there's Pay with Moon. Yeah. And it's M-O-O-N. It's Mun, um, but anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I wanted to get yeah, that one, man. A lot yeah. of people keep, like five, six people already told me I'm wrong. <laughs> it's Mun Wallet. I'm sorry, y'all. But you could, I could pull up that QR code and you guys could scan and pay me. Yeah. It's all good. Um, yeah, um, Taproot is all I can think of. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not surprised that people are saying that that information is out there. Duh. Ta- so Taproot is going to make it harder to look at transactions in Bitcoin, right? Yeah, right now they're super predictable by script. Okay. Um, an easy one is, and I talk about Bitcoin Cloud a little bit. Is it's like you should know that like a on mainnet a multi sig address is going to start with a three. Yeah. A legacy address is going to start with BC one. Yeah. Right. So that's predictable. Yeah. That's like you already know what type of address it is. You and you can get a lot from the script. Not to mention that if you can get into Bitcoin client and have like transaction IDs and stuff, you could really dig into like the UTXO set. You could do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So it's not a surprise to me that this is of a concern. It always is. But to me is, is you know, that's what Taproot is supposed to address. Yeah. Uh, and it, the thing about Bitcoin is it doesn't address problems in a, in, in a local standpoint. It addresses them in a global standpoint. Yeah. So I would like to think that small countries and the people in El Salvador would benefit from Taproot. And well, I think we're yeah. in November well, when we clock in. Will that affect Lightning transactions? Yeah, it makes yeah. them more anonymous on the blockchain. It, okay. it affects multi-sig transactions. I think it just changes the way it's viewed. Um, so like I said, right now, if you have a multi-sig setup, your address starts with a three. That's yeah. you know three, one, something like that along, along those lines. Uh, maybe with Taproot, that just scrambles every time. And maybe yeah. with Taproot, it, these things are just... 
you know, quarryable, but not observable. Like you, you would have to do a little bit more digging. I don't know enough about Taproot, and um, I wouldn't say I'm ashamed of that, but I got to get more into Taproot. But I would say that, uh, and Lightning is probably safer than being on chain. Mm-hmm. So for the obvious reasons that the people in El Salvador can't do on chain because of how long it takes for block, um, you're a lot more um, obvious on chain than you are on Lightning channels. Because remember, Lightning never settles uh, uh, until the end or in the beginning. Uh, of uh, of an opening of a closing of a channel. So you can have a gazillion transactions as that franchise McDonald's owner never close that channel. Meaning that from a year-to-year, month-to-month basis, there's no way anybody can see how many transactions you've done back and forth. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think there's a way for them to see your lightning balance. So they can't even see, like, you, you've done... You, this is the sum of all your transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, El Salvador is doing it, and, you know, or anybody using Lightning is doing it in the safest way you can do it while still being public. Um, yeah. I, I don't know about these apps that are being built down there or built to you know support people down there. So I don't know if they ask for KYC information. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's you know people having a problem with that. We know Strike is KYC. Um, so I, I don't know about privacy in that, and I don't know much about this. But if I were to say it's Taproot and anything to come after Taproot, uh, and Lightning is pretty secure from what I know, we'll see. Time will come. Uh, and this is the, the beta, right? El Salvador is the beta. It's the very first of its kind. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's either going to win. But like I said earlier, instead of having a Bitcoin day, um, let's try to make this thing succeed. Because if they fail, it's going to be a setback. Uh, it's not a defeat, but it's a setback. Uh, and we need to support them more than just giving them thirty dollars. We need to support this whole project and make sure that it, it survives, and other countries can do it. Yeah. So uh, good stuff happening over there. We had quick technical difficulties. Quick stuff happening there, and, and the smaller countries with privacy taproot hopefully addresses that. Um, we wanted to get into how, how we stack. Um, I think that's an interesting topic. I think as yeah, as, as we go, you know, more and more experience and find our own little niches and ways, we like to think of clever ways to stack. I think that's helpful for anybody listening. Absolutely, uh, because stacking is what it's all about, man. So, how yeah, do you, man. any clever ways you stack? How do you stack? Yeah. Uh, so previously, I was dollar cost averaging through Swan Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, check out Swan Bitcoin. They're great. They're an education company. Um, they're on the Spaces often, Clubhouse, uh, YouTube content. They got a lot going on. They got free books. Um, but as I've acquired a few miners uh, through Compass, um, you got to pay those bills, man. Yeah. So those electric and hosting bills have become my way to dollar cost average. So I have my miners stacking every day. Uh, so I no longer dollar cost average. Um, Good way to do it, yeah. Uh, you can use something like a fold card. Um, I think the BlockFi card is out. Uh, I have a, just a you know regular credit card with 2 3% back. And I'll use that to just stack. Yeah. Um, so that means I'm taking that three percent that I get on my credit card, cashing out to my bank, buying Bitcoin with that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Same here, similar. I found yeah. any way that I could get any type of back and then just turn it into Bitcoin. Whether I gotta do the physical labor of converting and mm-hmm. doing all that, or whether I could find like a boost program or a fold or or things like that. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any secret to stacking. I think it's sort of like any other accumulation thing. You find mm-hmm. clever ways to do it and you just do it. Apple card gives you two, three percent. On certain purchases, certain bills that you can pay, yeah. um, you know, like your, your card, I'm sure you can send it to your bank instantly or you can mm-hmm. send it in like a day uh, and then you can just stack it somehow. Yeah. Strike is giving us a good option to avoid some fees. Yeah. Strike giving those 20% on moon cards. I'm waiting for one of those, man. I'm about to pay yeah. the next uh, electric bill with that, Bro, man. <laughs> my, it gets winter. Yeah. When it, when it becomes winter, my bill gets crazy. So 
Yeah, so I'll take I, all the moon. You cards think they're gonna winter. come out with another one? <laughs> Hopefully, man. I mean, they were doing twenty percent ones. Even if they did ten percent, yeah, I will do whatever. That's still $100 well, on a hundred dollars. Ultimately, I'm gonna do the five percent, which is yeah. the default for Moon and Strike. Yeah, yeah. Yep, <laughs> if you yep. guys didn't know, that's the cheat code. You get five percent off of life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally anything you buy, you get five percent off. Um, but yeah, I'm like literally holding. Can I buy it. a car that way. Five percent. <laughs> hey, if you can swipe it, oh nah, I think Moon has a cap of of a thousand. Uh, but can you put it? You can put mad hardware on credit mad, cards. It would have to be a bunch of different Like, cards. imagine buying, like, a high-end MacBook Pro and getting 3% back from Apple. That's easily, like, 70, 80 bucks or something like that yeah. to throw into sats or whatever. That's a pretty good damn deal to get a device Hammer. that ultimately will make you money. So, the theory behind it is, is that eventually that cashback that you bought in sats is going to pay for the purchase in itself. Absolutely. Um, so, for a lot of people that are in the space, they like to think of it as, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, in the future, but I'm basically living for free. Mm-hmm. Because of this small like amount of cashback, even uh, for food, right? Even if yeah. you're just like, oh, well, I'm gonna use my full card, I'm gonna spend, I'm gonna get, you know, ten dollars or, or or the hundred percent sometimes back in sats, and then this meal done paid itself and then some, right? Um, that's only c- capable in the world of Bitcoin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not happening in fiat. No, somebody was telling me about like travel um, points and stuff like that, and I'm like, that used to exist in the world. Yeah, uh, I, I don't, I think that's worthless, especially when the um, you know the airports could change the rules at any time. So all right, so oh, I can, they're they're, I'm sure they're talking yeah, about changing the so rules. They, <laughs> I'm about to get Ben his conspiracy back. <laughs> uh, well, the problem is that is that yeah. like all right, so what the hell is the point of me being able to fly all over the place if I don't I don't like apply to your rules or your mm-hmm. standards? Mm-hmm. Now my cards that I've built up over the years are just pretty much damn pointless. Yeah. So like I don't know, man. Yeah. Everything priced in Bitcoin. Um, sign up for Fold. Uh, I think we leave links here. Do we still leave links on YouTube? Yeah, we can. All yeah, right, cool. there are general links. Yeah, yeah, and I leave general links in the podcast. Hit us up. I mean, we don't get, they give like $5 most, most of this time. But the benefit yeah. is you. The benefit is being able to sometimes pay your, you know, your bills and, uh, and get 5% back. Like, um, since I found Strike and Moon, I think about it, like all my utility bills have been 5 to 20% off. Yeah. Um, that's a change of life in a year if you add that yeah. up. I mean, even if you're looking at it and saying, okay, uh, there are people who use an American Express to get you know points back or a JetBlue card or Southwest card. Yeah. If they're giving you 2 to 3% in points and you can get 2 to 3% in Bitcoin, a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, are those flights going to get more expensive? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that Bitcoin going to get more expensive? Absolutely. So with one... If you're stacking airline miles, your purchasing power is going to depreciate, right? Yeah. So if you got 200 bucks in that, I mean, your average flight is going to go up in price. If you're getting Bitcoin, you're getting X amount of Bitcoin now, but a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, it's going to increase in value Yeah, with from you doing nothing. So from a financial perspective, it's it's really a no-brainer unless you're going to be traveling in the next, you know, six, 12 months, to, you know, or one or two years. I'd yeah, say. yeah. Or you need the money back, right? Sometimes you yeah. make a big purchase like, and you offset. Uh, like and the, the the strike example that I give for the electricity, I got one hundred and twenty two dollars back. Yeah, I stacked the crap out of it, but man, that's one hundred and twenty two dollars that I could go do mm-hmm. whatever, take the wife out for dinner, do something I got to do, mm-hmm. pay your old you know credit card debt, whatever. So it's mm-hmm. just cool to have that luxury, but it's only in the Bitcoin world where that delayed you know gratification comes in, where people are just like, nah, listen, I'm gonna go with these shabby ass clothes for another month or so. I'm gonna make sure I oh, stack I, that. I was watering my grass yesterday and I was thinking <laughs> about the tweet where it's like, if, if you still have grass, you don't understand Bitcoin. I, I kind of agree with that and disagree <laughs> with that. Um, yeah. But it's just one of those things. I get the point behind it. The yeah, just yeah, behind no, it here. is, is you, you, everybody's short Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Even the people that think they're long Bitcoin, a short Bitcoin is yeah. just one of those things. 
Um, but yeah, I think about those things sometimes too. Like, yo, I'm a I'm a a low gratification type of dude. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really get much to get um, geekied out and get interested or whatever. So um, to me, it's easy to just put that away. Like, unless yeah. I'm just gonna put that away because I'm living for free in a sense. In the moment, I'm paying the energy that I need to pay. But in the future, man, I've just delayed so much uh, of, of 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 wasted energy off to the future where I could use it, uh, hopefully in a better mind state, in a better situation. So, yeah, um, I do those things too. I don't do anything fancy, man. I dollar cost. I, I usually buy every day. I know that mm. I have the miners and they go. I have the compass minings and, and they go. But I always justify to myself even, uh, yeah, 15 bucks here. Like, I mm. always can't go. The people may think I have a problem. I don't. I just think I'm short Bitcoin. Um, I think by the end of the day, I can never make it through a day without being like, hey, you know what? Let me just drop this little in here just to... Sometimes it's 60, sometimes it's 80, sometimes it's a thousand bucks. But um, I definitely have my like $5 stack up days. Like, you know what? Mine is going. Let me just throw this five that I got back. What's from. in my cash app balance? Okay, that's going to be little yeah, things like that. Yeah, things like that. But I think the concept overall is find a bunch of different ways and then mm-hmm. just scrape your sats in. Like yeah. always scrape your extra cash back or your percentage back or your coupon that you saved on or your strike invoice. Just, just sell your belongings. Just sell it all, man. Thought Become about a it, minimalist. Man. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it, it makes for an easier move, especially when it's out of state. Absolutely. Right? So, listen, yeah. I sell all this stuff. I stack it up. I sat it. I buy a new down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I buy brand new uh, and not carry any dead weight. That's the way I think about it. So, that that actually may be a thing. Um, but, you know, it, it's... The, Everybody's short Bitcoin, the point of stack in any way. And there's mad clever ways to do it nowadays. Yeah. And we haven't even seen like the video game front. Like we mm-hmm. haven't even seen that push coming. Mm-hmm. Uh where um I think Microsoft and, and Sony are gonna be outclassed Bro, by something uh, else. But. Again, we've talked about video games, uh, PS4, PS5, you play 2K, you play online, you yeah. go you go inside a gym, you can run one on ones, you can run two on twos, three on threes, five on fives, you can pay to play. So you're paying 2K money, but it, as soon as they say we're going to play for Bitcoin. We're playing for yeah. sats. Winner, well, winner gets a million sats. Wouldn't that be like, I don't know, some bro. type of gambling regulation? Kind of. You sound like the SEC, bro. I, I'm just saying. The like, there's always haters. They always got stuff to say about I, I mean, think it's phenomenal. Eventually, but. I mean, so what, what's this? Because right now, you can do that with 2K money. Yeah. But, you, but you can't cash 2K money out to real money. Yeah, it's, it's wherever the exchange happens that that's where the problem happens. Like, if yeah. you exchange money... Um, uh, or if you hold, like if you custody, um, you, you have these regulations. Otherwise, yeah. you could kind of like get away with it. Yeah. Swan Bitcoin is a perfect example. I don't think Swan Bitcoin has like any obligation to anything. Yeah, they're third party. They're just like a window. Yep. Uh, that, yeah, that just does something that I guess seems bring, confusing, but bring it's not that really traffic confusing. over here. Yeah. So as you can see, I don't think they're really up against any type of regulation because they don't hold keys. Um, they don't own. They're just a portal. Uh, they, yeah, they're, they're just, just a shell company somewhere in Panama. They just, <laughs> owned by another shell, owned Sh- by another shout shell. Shout out to Jan, by the way. Not only did he support this show very early on, I, sh- yeah. I, I heard him on McCormick's podcast the other day. Oh, yeah? Jan is just a... Good uh, for him, man. Yeah, Jan is just a very smart guy, man. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I haven't listened to any Bitcoin podcast in a little bit for many reasons, but uh, when I saw Jan's name pop up, I was like, I, I got I to listen yeah. to this. I, yeah. I, I got a huge respect for the guy. And not just because he came on the show. It's just a... Um, Sort of like my type of style of smart guy, where he's just yeah. quiet and then speaks when he needs to speak. I love it. Case in point, I love uh, seeing him respond to people like Senator Warren, who you wants to saying? ban Bitcoin. Yeah, but like when when he responds to stuff like that, it's with clarity, precision, and he execute, executes very well. That's my type of celebrity. So, yeah, yeah, that's the guy that's not just like the ah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's sniping people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing, and he's quiet. Like he's yeah. doing his work. Like he's not yeah. just falling asleep. But yeah, uh, yeah shout out to Jan. Yeah, it was yeah, a great man. episode. 
I still don't like McCormick. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think he's a good interviewer, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Some people got he's, it, some people it, don't. It seems like, um, I mean, some people are good at marketing. Some people are better right, at doing their job. Right. I don't it's like he's really good at marketing. I don't want to hate him for that. Is he that. the best interviewer? Probably not. He might want to do like um, a, like directing stuff in the background and get somebody to come in. and Oh, write questions. How come somebody doesn't ghost write questions for yeah. you? I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I respect, you know, how hard it is to keep a podcast and, and me more than ever respects how hard it is to 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 um keep connections. Like yeah. this guy is a well connected guy. He has to respect a lot of people. A lot of people have to respect him for his, you know, for the dominoes to stay up in the float. That's very difficult. A lot of people don't notice that. Yeah. It's a lot of balancing, but you can't interview my man. Yeah. You just can't. And I'm sorry. I've tried. But Yan episode was great. Um, cool. I'm gonna check that out. Usually his guests are great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah. I've been um, thinking Marty Bent lately, man. I've I like dug, his yeah, show. I've dug him for a very long time. He's just yeah. a, uh, he was just one of those. He, I, I don't think he's very underground now because yeah. his newsletter is so big and he's so big. Yeah. But he's still underground minded. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's important. Um, and I think us including the, the Bitcoin underground now um, is just going to be an evolution of the Marty Bents of the world. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and, you know, the Odell's of the world. These We're coming from a pleb standpoint to be able to, to talk about life-changing shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've never had a podium to do that because there's always a a guru, a bazillionaire that, that leads a certain field or a certain uh, trajectory. Uh, yeah, what Marty Bent kind of paved the way for us to do is this, is to be mm-hmm. able to sit down as plebs and be able to talk about world-changing technology in a world-changing fashion. Um, shout out to Marty Bent. I liked him for a very long time. Uh, um, and, and, you know, podcasters in that medium that are big, but they're, they're not clout chasers. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I saw that text that you sent me the other day where you got uh, Pomp sneakers. You got yeah. them sent to you. <laughs> Wait, which ones? Palm sneakers? What you talking about, bro? Did you get those sent to your house? I ain't get no palm sneakers. <laughs> I was just making sure you paid attention. Did you no. see palm sneakers? I haven't seen them. Uh, okay, so are they cool? My you man, like them? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. You know the answer. No, I don't. My man got away with just sticking his nose. Yeah. No pun intended. Um, I think he's Italian, but anyways, you have a way of just sticking your nose where it doesn't have to be. So El yeah. Salvador Bitcoin Day. I, I didn't see it much. I saw a few posts about. Uh, Pomp partnered up with something feet. Uh, I don't see Pomp stuff anymore. Really, to get it. Okay, know. cool. I'll see tweets here and there, but well, he got a shoe. It says twenty one million on the inside. Uh, it's a Bitcoin shoe. It gotcha. looks like a basic, um, like a basic Puma. Right? Yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of those type of yeah. tennis sneakers or whatever. Uh, and you know, it, if true proceeds go to Bitcoin development, awesome. Okay, um, good cause. I don't know what the price was. Yeah. Probably something crazy. My man, my man couldn't let something big yeah. go by without. <laughs> he got Bitcoin pizza. He got Bitcoin sneakers. He's just going to do Bitcoin everything. Why? So, Why? Because he has a market for it. And he's a capitalist, man. Unfortunately. Fair. Fair. But hey, like. I mean, if he's given the dough to, is it 100% to, to developers? No, nah, I think it's a, a portion. portion. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I respect Which, which I'm cool. I understand you got to keep a business that. afloat too. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't, you know, I, I've gotten better with the whole view against capitalist thing. It's yeah. whatever. You got to eat. I get it, dude. Yeah. I don't have to respect it as my standpoint. Yeah. Um, and, and it just seems much. Yeah. Like it just seems desperate. And, it's like G-Unit sneakers. Yeah. No, well, that made sense at the time. They were big. Yeah. Um, like you are a known shit corner. Yeah. Um, whether it's by trait or whether it's by portfolio, whatever it may be. You know, like have some dignity, have some dignity. That's all. Like yeah. uh, you know, you 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 stand for something or you don't stand for something. But this whole like getting in front of stuff, like you said, just to be capitalistic. All right, man, you'll make more money than I'll ever see in my lifetime. But I, I guess my ver- my principles are different. I guess mm. that doesn't that's not a goal for me anyway. So you're not impressing me. That's sort of like when you show up to the basketball court 
um, just to shoot around and warm up. And for some reason, homeboys over here trying to like show you crossovers and stuff. And it's like, it's cool. You can do that. Uh, I'm here to warm up. Like I'm here mm. just to do my thing. Um, so when I saw the sneak, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I didn't see it. Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> surprisingly, I didn't see it. Yeah, a lot of people share his stuff. So. Uh, you're right. He, people seem to love him though, and people yeah. seem to love the shoot. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, man. I have to check those out. You have to so. check them out, but um, yeah, you know, things are moving fast since November. Things have changed completely. Um, I've gotten geeky lately and gotten into Bitcoin client. I don't want to get geeky here on the podcast yeah. because I just don't think it's the place for it. Bitcoin client is basically just a show that sits on top of like, you know, what? HTML code. No, nah, nah, it's just a show that communicates with Bitcoin for you, right? Yeah. So I type in commands. This show's job is to go, you know, tell the Bitcoin network and then return, right? Like kind mm-hmm. of like a, you know, one of those simple forms of going back and forth. Um, but it's extremely powerful and it's allowed me to understand UTXOs better. I was able to build a multi-sig wallet on Testnet. Um, which allowed me to understand the process of that and how, you know, um, it is kind of complicated actually how it works. But in appreciation for what these developers have been able to do, I felt this way when I used to code Android apps. Um, and I used to hear a lot of people complain about Android apps. And when I, you know, the few years that I did Android development, I realized like, this shit is hard. Mm-hmm. This shit is very hard. And, and it's, a, it's a moving field goal post. Like, you launch without the expectation of having hundreds of thousands of people try it. And the shit may fail, and the shit may, and then you got to fix it on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, developers don't get enough credit, and now we're talking about just an Android app that basically maybe just like takes my notes. What about an Android app that's responsible for generational wealth? I think there's a lot going on here. I got a huge appreciation for that. Again, um, going under the hood of Bitcoin and seeing how the transactions work. But another big un- uh, um, understanding that I got is is um, how foolproof it is. Yeah, like when you see You're it. Saying that. You do trust math. There is no way around it. They, it it's been logically designed, not Bitcoin in itself, but cryptography in itself. And the um, key cryptography is, is the key part of Bitcoin that works out. Um, but it's been written in a way where it's like it goes forward and then there's a trapdoor back. So you have your private key, you have your public key, and you have your addresses. And they all derive from one each other. But there's no way for you to be able to untangle that and derive backwards. Um, so you'll never be able to figure out um, let me not say never, but it's very difficult to figure out um, an XPUB from an address and, and the other way around, a private key from an XPUB. Now, if you're the owner of the wallet, you're able to ask Bitcoin for this information. Mm-hmm. So there's like a dump key uh, command that you can say, hey, basically, here's an address. Give me the, the private key that pertains to that address. And now Bitcoin client can do so. But on a like other side facing level, like on a consumer facing level, I don't think it's very realistic to be able to undo this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taproot is going to change a lot of things, um, but I think it's pretty cool, man. I think it's it's interesting how you can tell Bitcoin to do this, and it knows, and it's either a yay or nay for Bitcoin. I think in computers, uh, in programming, if I'm not mistaken, it's a one or a zero, right? It either works or it doesn't work. So mm-hmm. you you dump a bunch of formulas into Bitcoin into the script for what a transaction is and, and what it calls for, what are the properties that it needs, and once you give it what it wants, it weighs it out and it says yay, let's or do nay. this or nay. Mm-hmm. Um and, and somebody reached out to me and, and was asking me like, hey, I was very nervous about when I sent the transaction. I'm sure we've all been in that situation yeah. Yeah. when it's a big one. And it's like, you know, as long as you get the destination address right, there's very little that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate that. When I first started using Bitcoin, it was like, oh, it's going to get stuck. Yeah. Oh, it's not going to work. The worst that can happen is, is the UTXO never goes out and you keep it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um. 
But the worst case scenario is, is you lose the private keys where the UTXOs are kept or you get the address wrong and it goes to somebody else and you can't revert that process. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a problem. Um, so I think people haven't lost their money in like a wire transfer from one bank to another bank to a recipient. You know what I mean? Are you being sarcastic? I no, I'm being, I'm, being, I'm being serious. Like, well, a lot of people have, but like not yeah. your everyday American. So like, yeah, I worse as a rejection, right? Like, I'd be like, oh, your wire didn't go through. Well, there are times when people are wiring money internationally yep. and it'll go through two or three banks yep. and a week or two will go by and you call this bank and they're pointing the finger over here. Then you call the other bank, they're pointing the finger over there. Well, that's what I mean. So did you say that that doesn't happen or that does happen? It, that happens well, all the time. Well, right? it happens all the time, but a lot of people haven't experienced it. Like, oh, yeah, so yeah. people I don't can, wire people, much, so, so, so for, for the people, like for myself, I, I've never experienced that. So, you know. Maybe, like you were saying, people don't appreciate how amazing it is that if you get the address right, you really don't have to worry. Yeah. Uh, if you've lost money through an international wire or had to deal with bank shenanigans like that, you can kind of appreciate that. Like, yeah, absolutely. if the address is right, you're good to go. You sleep at night. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, yeah, this is you're, you're, and where wires are kind of similar. If you get the address right after a long yeah. wait, you should be okay. Um, and after a few pillage situations, you should be okay. Um, but if you get the wire address wrong, you're, you're going to get rejected. Yeah. Uh, and Bitcoin is just, nobody's going to call you and say it was rejected. Mm-hmm. Just either the UTXO sets or you send it somewhere else and you lost it forever. Yeah. Um, so just really get the address right. But I found out a few interesting things that I didn't know either. I knew about um, being able to replace the fee. Mm-hmm. Um, like basically, so if, you, if your fee is too low, uh, it gets your transaction gets stuck in the mempool and miners won't pick it up. You have the the ability to recast that same UTXO, so basically double spend, um, and then the incentive is built in for the miner to pick up the higher fee one, uh, and then um, negative confirmations happen, which is interesting. So that uh, like dead transaction, the one that didn't get picked up by the miner that's lost, it gets confirmed. It gets negative confirmed. You actually see it go negative two, negative three. Wow. Basically, after it gets to a certain level, it drops off the network completely. But the yeah, negative okay. confirmations are important to continuously tell the miners. This is a no-go. This is a no-go. This is a, and then eventually it just drops off. Security, my man. That's one thing I learned. So, yes, if you, your fee is too low, um, this is one thing, though. In order to have the feature to rebroadcast the UTXO, you need to um, enable a flag for that is what it's called. Um, it's an RFB, I believe, is the, is the call. Your app or you in the background need to say, hey, I want this to be one of those transactions that does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in case. Um, uh, if not, you can't do it. You can't replace the UTXO. You either got to sit there till it drops off the mempool or got to wait how long for a miner to get desperate and pick it up gotcha. uh, or whatever. But this is the real, really cool part. Say you're on the other end and you're the receiver, right? But you need to settle this transaction because you shot the video for the client a week ago and this transaction needs to settle by the way. You can actually go and pay a higher fee to get that transaction to you faster. Gotcha. Super interesting. I didn't know you can do it from that end. I know as the broadcaster, you can yeah. replace my fee. Um, which is RBF. That's what it is. Replace by fee is the protocol there. Um, but the other way around, Ben is antsy. He has this big video project that's worth five Bitcoin. He hasn't been paid yet. He's willing to give up 500,000 sets to get his five Bitcoin faster. Absolutely. So now, as long as he yeah. has the transaction ID, he can actually request for the Bitcoin network with the same incentive. Mm. Hey, miner, that transaction is double that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put 500,000 sets or whatever the number is for you to pick that up because I need this to clear now. The yeah. job is done. And let's play chess here. On the other end, if that was a replaced by fee transaction, you don't know if the client is going to pull back and yeah. drop a fee to send it somewhere else to replace the transaction. 
right? Because you can rebroadcast the UTXO and actually put a different destination with a higher fee. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha. So imagine this world where it's like you're waiting for the five Bitcoin to show up. Mm-hmm. Homeboy, you send them the final product or whatever, and then Homeboy pulls a rug and basically says, yo, rebroadcast, send back to my return address, and here's a higher fee. And the miner says, oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. He picks up the higher fee, gets back, you never send. get your five Bitcoin. So in the chess game, yeah, the Bitcoin was the, the developers. I don't think this was the original. This is one of the BIPs. Bitcoin was able to build in a way for the receiver to be able to have a, a you know, some, say. A, some type of say here. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll put up the feed suit to get it to me. Yeah, and, and I sort of was thinking like a tug of war for the UTXO for the transaction. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, it. But the Bitcoin network is, is certified for that. Playing around with, you know, underneath Bitcoin stuff kind of showed me all this stuff. Yeah, uh, man, underneath the hood, I like it. Super interesting stuff yeah. going on, and I don't even think a lot of this stuff's been implemented yet. Like, yeah. I, I use a lot of wallets, and I don't think any of them have given me the switch that says, "Hey, turn on," you know, the the uh, replace by fee. Transaction mm-hmm. or the I, other way I around. I haven't seen that either. Yeah. Um, so, how technical do you have to be to replace by fee nowadays? Mm-hmm. I never wondered until a few days ago. Yeah. Because I've heard about it and I thought it was like, oh, maybe like a sparrow or maybe somebody has the feature where you could just flick it and, and, and re- replace. I don't know how you replace by fee. Like, if yeah. somebody were to tell me right now, hey, besides the Bitcoin client, I don't know what to tell somebody like to go do it. Uh, you could probably Google it and find it, mm-hmm. but I don't know what app allows you to replace the transaction uh, yeah. unless they all do. And it's just as easy as saying, hey, I want to spend it's it. Code option or something. Very weird. I think it would be a switch because underneath the hood, you have to find that UTXO that you spent. Like there's a transaction ID for that UTXO. So you can't just say, oh, I got another 83,000 sets. Uh, just replace it. No, no, no. It's that UTXO that you broadcast it. You need to rebroadcast again. Uh, just a little quick turnaround for people who don't know what a UTXO is. It's an unspent transaction. Uh, Bitcoin works in inputs and outputs. When you get one in, it's an input. That's a UTXO because it hasn't been spent. It hasn't been out. So the currency that you're actually uh, uh, exchanging is an in and an out type flow. And um, the best example I could give is, say you want to buy something for 80 bucks, you only got two $50 bills in your pocket. Think about the $50 bills as being your UTXOs. Yeah. If you need both of those UTXOs to make that one balance, in the background, you're going to get those UTXOs. You're going to pay the 100 bucks in that example, and then automatically- Out. You're going to pay the out as the outputs. And then automatically, Bitcoin or any smart software automatically sets a return output to you, to your return address, so you can get the change. So if you see it, it's very cool because you'll get, in that that example, 80,000, right? Or 80 bucks. You send two $50 bills, that's 100 as outputs. There's going to be two inputs that get created, I should say, if I'm doing this correctly. One for 20 bucks to a return address for you. And then the 80 bucks to fulfill that one. That consolidates the UTXOs, and you just spent these out and have made some in. That's how you get change in Bitcoin, unless you, your UTXO is worth the eighty thousand flat. Yeah, but it needs to include minor fees. So, sure. say the price is eighty thousand sats, you have a UTXO for eighty thousand sats, you still There's need the minor fees in there. So yeah. it, it plays out like that. But so so that kind of when you get into UTXOs, you start to realize that like stacking is the way to go. But constantly depositing into your cold storage may not be the way to go. Because in that same example, reverse, if you're buying something for $80, but all your UTXOs are worth five bucks, like how many UTXOs are you going to need to get up to 80 bucks to compile that, to make that output of 80 bucks? And then because the transaction is heavier, your fees are going to be heavier. Yeah. So stack, stack hard, but set like a threshold to where you're willing to hold it and make a bigger UTXO and submit that. Because when you go to spend it, we hodl, we don't spend. But for whatever transaction you are to do in a network. Bro, that's a shirt. What? We hodl, we don't spend. 
I'm that's sure it exists, thing. but that's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. In theory, you would never have to deal with these small UTXO transactions, but you know, say you were to get like a Bitcoin related loan or something like that, you're gonna probably need to move your collateral into a new vault, which means yeah. you're gonna need to spend the UTXOs out to move. So here in this example, it's not a transaction, it's a move, mm-hmm. but it's still gonna treat it the same way. Yeah, the it's outputs, still gonna be fees. Yeah, the outputs yeah. have to weigh in to make your collateral and then send it out. Yep. Uh, the beauty is, is once it gets to the other end, um, the loan address, it's consolidated into one big UTXO. Mm-hmm. And then eventually when you get your collateral back after that loan, you'll get that one big UTXO back. So you've consolidated that over time. Um, but as I'm learning, like I said, it's in the long run, it might be better to get bigger chunks, bigger UTXOs, yep. or uh, the mining pool has been very low for the past month. Consolidate UTXOs when the mining fees are very low. Yep. Go to your cold storage, stack up a bunch of UTXOs, um, Electrum, Wasabi, uh, Sparrow. There's a bunch of ones that give you like the UTXO view where you can click on what UTXOs you want to select. And That's then just cool. Yeah, and then just make a big chunk and then just throw them into another cold storage address or something like that. Mm-hmm. That'll give you a, consoled, a consolidated one with very little fees. Um, same thing works for Lightning Channels. Open them when the mempool is low. Your fees for opening and closing will be very cheap. Cool. Um, yeah, things like that. Little tricks like that I've been figuring I- out, but... This shit like is not it, going anywhere soon, man. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's already won by a long shot. Um, so that's all I got, man, on my end. Same here, bro. We good. You got anything? Um, we're going to continue to bring these episodes, guys. If you watch us on YouTube and this fabulous content provided by, 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 by my good sir here in 4K resolution, uh, give us a subscribe. Hit the little bell. I think it lets you know when every time there's a brand new episode or any type of notifications that we may push. If you're on your favorite podcast platforms, it might be a good idea to subscribe to us. Leave us a comment. It helps us float higher in the algorithm. More people could get this value. If you're on Lightning 2.0 uh, apps, Breeze, Fountain app. Um, there's, there's a bunch of them out there. Uh, uh, Fountain is one of the new ones that I've been using. Yes, sir. Uh, Car, shout out to Car, put me onto that. It's just a way to stream stats back and forth. Whatever way you guys do it, we do support Lightning 2.0. Um, stream us some stats for the value you think it's worth. Uh, and look out for everything else we got coming on. There's yes, a lot sir. of exciting stuff coming on. Yes, Gonna sir. Keep bro. building this proof of work. Let's get it. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Take care. All the opinions expressed by Jose and Ben or any of the guests on this show are solely their opinion and their opinion alone. Their opinions do not reflect the opinions of any of the sponsors or other parties involved in the recording of this show. Do not treat any opinion expressed by Jose and Ben as a specific endorsement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Their expressions of their opinion on this show is purely for informational purposes. Enjoy the show!